Joshua 24 and verse 15. Let's read verse 14 and 15. Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. And put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt. And serve ye the Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Our friends, we're looking uh, at uh, these words of Joshua uh, to the people of Israel and the leaders of Israel. And my title is Resolved to Serve the Lord. Those well-known, famous words, As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So we like to begin the new year with a motto text. And uh, this is going to be our motto text uh, for the coming year. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Uh, it's good to have a motto text to take with you, to remind, you, remind us, not only at the beginning of the year, but it, for, throughout the year. Because we're so prone, isn't it, to forget what we say. One day we say, make our promises, and a few days down the line, we've forgotten those promises. Especially when other things come into our mind, in other circumstances. But to keep this uh, promise before us, month after month, or rather day after day, will be better than month after month. Well, that will remind us, this is where my priority lies. This is, should be the first thing in my mind. Me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Well, I'm sure, maybe in your home, if I visit your home, if you invite me, I will find this plaque on the wall. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And many people have it uh, on the home, and it's nice to have such a plaque to remind you, if you haven't got one, maybe you should buy one. But many people think of it only in terms of the family. As a family thing. And some people get used to just having the plaque there. But we want to use it as a reminder uh, to me, a stir to me. Because I have so much within me that is, will take me away from the Lord. I need every encouragement, every even visible prop to try and help me to remember this is my duty. This is why I'm here. This is why God has saved me. Uh, to live for Him and to serve him. Well, these are memorable, decisive, and the resolved words of uh, Joshua, the leader of Israel. He gathered, you can see from verse 1, all the tribes of Israel to Shechem, which was in uh, Ephraim, just uh, north of uh, Judah, the tribe of Judah, somewhere in the middle of Palestine. And he called for all the elders and the heads and the judges and the officers. And they all came and they presented themselves before God, a great public assembly. And then he went on to rehearse uh, before them all that God had done for them. This is now towards the end of Joshua's life. This is now after they have conquered most of the land. Most of their enemies are now subdued. Most of their enemies now are in the hands uh, of the people of Israel. And now at the end, as uh, Joshua comes, even towards the end of his life, he rehearses before them 
the great and the miraculous, the tremendous things that God had done uh, for, uh, for Israel. How he brought them with a mighty hand out of uh, Israel, uh, sorry, out of Egypt, and how he had uh, kept them through that wilderness journey of 40 long years, a long season. They had to dwell in Canaan, and yet they were kept, and they were provided for, and they were protected even there. And then when they had to cross over the, the Jordan and had to engage in battle, one military campaign after another to claim that land in Canaan which God had promised them, God was with them. And they were victorious over all their enemies. God had done it. You can see uh, it's, it's Joshua speaking, but it's actually God who is speaking. I did this. I did that. I took your father Abraham. I gave unto Isaac, Jacob and Esau. Jacob and Esau, I sent Moses and Aaron, I did this in Egypt, I brought your fathers out, I separated the Red Sea. It's God who is speaking, God who has done all these things for them. And so now he, Joshua comes to urge the people uh, that they should serve the Lord in sincerity and in truth. It may sound, when you read uh, these verses in verse 15, it may sound as if Joshua is giving the people an option. Oh, verse 15, If it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve. Well, it comes across that way, but actually it's more, he's urging the people. He's saying, look at all that God has done for you. There's all this list of things he has done for you. All these powerful ways in which he's demonstrated his love, his care, his kindness towards you. You owe it to God to serve Him. You owe it to God to follow Him. You owe it to Him uh, to, serve, to, to take Him as uh, your God. So He's more urging the people rather than putting the choice before them saying, do you want God or do you want uh, the other gods, the idols which you used to hold on to uh, before. So He's calling them to uh, earnestly uh, seek, uh, choose the Lord to follow Him. But, but if they choose uh, to reject the Lord, if they choose not to follow Him, well, Joshua says, as for me, as for me and my house, well, we will still serve the Lord. Even if you choose to go back to the idols, I won't do that. My, my mind is, is fixed. My, my resolve is fixed on God. I cannot go back. I will serve Him uh, for the rest of my days. So Joshua boldly and unashamedly declares, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Well, Joshua is at the end of his life when he says these words. In chapter 23 and verse 14, he says, be, uh, on a previous occasion, not, uh, not, uh, not too long before this, Behold, this day I am going the way of all the earth. He knew that he was going to die uh, very soon. He had already seen many battles. He had been uh, on, the, uh, on the Lord's side, faithfully serving him from his youth. This was not just some end of the moment decision with him that he's going to serve the Lord. No, he has been serving Christ. He's been serving God right from his youth. All his life, Joshua has been a servant. And he's not been ashamed to say he's a servant. Oh, people don't, want, don't call me a servant today. 
I don't want to be a servant, I want to be a king. I want to be, I want to be ruling, I don't want to be told what to do. But Joshua was a servant all the days of his life. We first hear of him as a servant of Moses. He was the understudy with Moses. And wherever Moses went, it seemed that Joshua was not far behind. But he was the servant. He was in the background for many, many years uh, with Moses. And then after the death of Moses, well, uh, he was chosen. He was elected to be uh, the leader of Israel. Those millions of people and to bring them into the promised land. How did he react? He didn't get, get puffed up. He, he still considered himself, his mentality was, I am the Lord's uh, servant. Do you remember that occasion in Joshua chapter 5, where uh, um, the angel of the Lord, the pre-incarnate Christ, appeared uh, to Joshua uh, with, the, with the sword drawn. And Joshua didn't know who it was at first. And Joshua went and said to him, who are you? Are you, are you on whose side are you on? Are you on our side or you are on their side? And the, the Lord answered, well, I'm on, I'm on the side of the, of the Lord of hosts. Here was, uh, here was the, the commander-in-chief of Israel, and before him was the commander-in-chief of the Lord of hosts, the Lord's army. The Lord had appeared to him. And what did he say? He bowed down before him. He fell down before him. And his first words were, What saith my Lord unto his servant? His servant. That's how he looked at him, himself, the Lord's servant, even in a position of leadership. And now, at the end of his life here, uh, his, his resolve hasn't changed. He's still the same person who is determined to follow, uh, follow God. Uh, his resolution is not broken. Uh, it's not been withered by time. Do you remember what happened? Oh, if only we had time to go into all these things. But what happened going back to that wilderness? Do you remember how he was one of those spies, those 12 spies who was chosen to go and to spy out the promised land? And 12 of them were sent. And only two of them came back and gave a good report and said, Yes, God can give us the land. God will help us to triumph over our enemies. And all the other ten of who were unbelieving said, Oh, they were giants and we were grasshoppers in their sight. But Jake, uh, jo uh, uh, Joshua was one of those two who said, No, let us go in. God will give them into our hands. He followed the Lord fully, wholeheartedly. That's how he served. And now at the end of his life, he is no different. His uh, resolve hasn't withered. His, it wasn't just a, a passing phase of his youth. Now in his old and his grey-headed, he's still the same. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Well, brethren, where are we in life's journey? Wherever we are on the stage of life, as God's people, this should be our personal resolve too. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Have we served the Lord for many years? We have many experiences of the Lord's power, we cannot deny it. And we have many things which we could pass on to the younger believers and Christians. Many answers to prayer, Maybe we could write a book about all that God has done with us. Let us continue then to serve Him. Yes, age has weakened us. Age now makes us more tired than we used to be in our youth. Age has made us forgetful. Age has made us slower. 
let me do what I can in spite of uh, these things. The Lord only does, doesn't ask me to do everything, but He just asks me to do what I can for Him. Am I a young man, a young woman here, a young boy, a young girl? Uh, begin serving the Lord today. It's not too early. It's not too soon to start following God. Let this be your determination. Ask God to help you. Lord, I want to serve you from, my, from, now, from now on. Think of Daniel. Think of Samuel. Think of David. They were young people when they started to follow, follow Christ. And they went on from youth, from very young, all the way until they were very old. Day by day, faithfully serving God. This is how they lived. Remember Ruth? Remember Ruth? When she, uh, she, she was, wanted to go back with her mother-in-law, Naomi, back to Israel. And we won't go into the whole story. But Naomi tried to dissuade her from going back. Well, you, why come back with me? What can I offer you? I cannot offer you another son to get married to. Her son had, her husband, and husband of Ruth had passed away. And uh, she said, go back, go back. Go back to your home. Go back to your idols. And Ruth said, no way. No way, I'm not going back. Don't send me back. I will go wherever you go. I will die wherever you die. I will live wherever you live. Your God will be my God. That's what she was like. Be like that, young ladies, young girls, young men. Be like uh, this uh, Joshua who was determined uh, to live uh, his life. Oh, but I'll miss out on life if I become a Christian. If I give my life to Christ, my life is going to be so restricted. Not at all. Not at all. You'll be only living out the life that God intended for you to live. Your life will be more useful. You will end your days with a clear conscience. With a conscience that you've done uh, what God intended for you to do. Look at Joshua. He served the Lord from his youth and the Lord used him mightily. And so it can be for us. It's not the fashionable thing, they say, to serve the Lord. Oh, very few people are doing it. It's not very popular to follow the Lord fully and to serve Him wholeheartedly. Oh, friends, discard such a thought. Discard such a thing from our minds. Oh, even if our peers and our generation doesn't follow the Lord and serve Him, be like Joshua. As for me, even if no one else does, I will. I will serve. I will honor him. I owe him. He's done so much for me. Christ has come, given his life for me. I owe it to him to, to live for him, to love him, to serve him, to give my all for him. Oh, friends, when we come to Christ, our life is gone. Are we trying to hold on to our own life? And the Lord said, Deny ourselves. And uh, give up our life uh, for him. Well, he, he deserves it because he has saved us and done uh, so much uh, for us. And so by the help of the, the, the Spirit of God, we want to serve him. This is my time. This is the generation God has put uh, me into. This is the generation that God has uh, called me to. I want to stand up and be, uh, be, con be uh, counted for the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, what does it mean, friends, uh, to serve uh, the Lord? What does it mean? The primary meaning is one of worship. Worship. 
worship. It's not just singing hymns. This includes that, singing hymns and songs. Worship is uh, more than that. It's something much deeper. To worship the Lord is to have great respect for Him. To realize that He is the greatest of all beings. The Almighty God. To realize that He is the best of all beings. That there is no one else who can be compared, come even near to this great God and this wonderful God. To worship Him is to have an admiration uh, for Him. To worship God is to have an allegiance uh, to, to Him. He takes the primary place in my heart and in my affections. It's not just coming and singing the song, but it's my heart belongs to Christ. My heart belongs to the Lord. And I give myself entirely uh, to Him. I am His and His forever. My heart, my will, my, uh, my thoughts, my affections are all for God. That's worship. That's all included in what worship is. It's not just our words, but ourselves as behind uh, our worship. So when a person says, I will serve the Lord, what he is saying is, I give my heart to the Lord. I will love Him above all other. I will follow Him. My will from now on is to do His will, to please Him, to glorify Him, to live for Him exclusively. This is my life. This is my service for Him. And to that end, well, I'm going to put away all those things that will get in the way of my service for Him. How can I put away those idols? Just as Joshua told the, the people here, if you're sincere about uh, following Him, if you're sincere, then put away uh, those uh, idols. Put away those idols that you used to worship in, uh, in the times before God brought Abraham, uh, uh, called Abraham out of Ur of the Chaldees, or any new gods you may have picked up uh, here in Canaan. Put those things away. It appears some of the people, some of those people still retain, amazingly, after all God had done, there were still people in the midst who were secretly holding on to some of the idols and still worshipping those idols. And God says, uh, Joshua says, put them away. If you're sincere, you can only really worship God and nothing else. And so uh, this is also for us there must be no competitor in my devotion to Christ, in my devotion to Him. Him only will I serve. For me to live is Christ, said Paul. And that's what every believer says. Friends, friends, this is the kind of service we owe our Savior. Just like Joshua, we also reflect on all the great things God has done for us. And we want to respond with gratefulness. By yielding our lives uh, to Him. Oh, we cannot go over all the things. But so much God has done for us. We think just to the, to the fact that today we are saved. And we look back to that time when we were in the world. And that time when we were unaware of the great danger that we were in. That we were, because of our sins, we were on the way to judgment. An eternal judgment that would have taken us to hell, to everlasting punishment, forever and forever. And yet God intervened. And God awoke us. And maybe God had to shake us to make us realize the great trouble that you're in. And the great danger that you're in because we wouldn't listen 
and again and again, but we wouldn't listen, yet he never gave up reaching out to us, oh friends, and yet until he brought us to Christ, until we realize, oh yes, these things are true, that the word of God is true, and I'm in trouble, and we were shown the Savior, and we were shown the way of salvation, to look to Christ and believe in him and trust in him for forgiveness and eternal life. I've been given forgiveness for all my sins. I've been given eternal life by grace because I believe in Christ. Nothing else as a gift. Oh, the wonderful things God has done. Perhaps I was caught up in a false religion. Perhaps before I knew the Lord, I was caught up in the false way of worshipping God. And then the truth came into my life. And God showed me uh, the true way of, of, of coming to Him. And since I've known Him, oh, the answers to prayer, the protection, the guidance, the interventions, the truths, the comforts, the provisions, so many things, friends, God has done for us. We are, and we are not all saved. If you're a believer here today, like me, I am what I am by the grace of God. And we dread to think what we would have been if it hadn't been for Christ's intervention in our lives. So we owe our God. But to serve Him, friends, also is not only to worship Him in, in that way, but to, is to, to serve the Lord is also to love His house, the place where He is uh, worshipped. And dear friends, at the beginning of uh, this, this new year, let us engage as well. It's always good for us to take some time to engage in serious self-reflection and self-examination. Lord, the, our view, our attitude to the Lord's house is a very good indication of where we are spiritually. It's a good help to us and we shouldn't be afraid to look within and to check ourselves. Do I love the Lord's house? I look forward to public worship on the Lord's day. Is it my sincere desire to, to try and make even those uh, midweek meetings, to make an effort to come? Can I say, with my hand on my heart, I was with the psalmist, I was glad, very glad, when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Oh, can I say that? Do we come, O oh Lord, do we come to the Lord's house? Look forward to it. This Sunday, the best day of the week for us, the day that we look forward to above all others. Where are we, friends? Where are we? Or do I have to be pushed into coming? Look at what, what Joshua said. Verse 15, If it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve. The word evil, well, it means bad. And it also has a meaning of inconvenient. If it seems inconvenient to you to serve the Lord, then go another way. Choose another God. Oh, friends, is that, do we find it inconvenient? I trust not. I hope not. Is it inconvenient for me to come to the Lord's house or to attend the meetings? Do I have to be pushed? Do I have to be coerced? Do I have to be urged repeatedly? Is there a secret reluctance in my heart lurking there within that I don't really want to go but I'll go because that's what we do do I wish to be somewhere else oh friends something's wrong we have to be honest with ourselves that if that is the case with me 
something's wrong with me spiritually. Don't brush over these things. I urge you, think about them. Perhaps I'm backslidden from the Lord. Perhaps I've lost my contact with, with the Lord for some reason or other. Or perhaps I'm not really a true believer. Perhaps not really there. Friends, think about these things. I tell you about a friend I was talking to just recently. He was, a, he was an elder in a church. And he used to preach in his church. You don't, you don't know this friend. He used to preach in the church. And he used to teach Sunday school. And other Bible schools. And he had a wonderful temperament. Very gentle man. And he told me recently. He thinks a lot of that time he wasn't saved. And it was only when he really yeah, became very ill. And almost died. He awoke to his true condition that he wasn't, didn't have a real relationship with God. And that awoke him and helped him to see. And friends, we want to be sure on this point. So resolve uh, even to attend as many meetings as you can. I encourage you, come, come, come and join us. Let 2023 be different. Maybe 2022 is, is gone. You can't do anything about that now. 2021 is far gone. 2020 is gone. All that is water under the bridge. There's no way back for those. But you can do something about this year. You can make a, a change in your life this year. Let 2023 be different. It's in your hands. How resolved are you to come to serve Him? Hold this in your mind. Have it as a principle, friends. Uh, in your mind uh, uh, that you're going to live by I'm going to serve the Lord by being faithful in attending his house so on, in 2023 you wake up in the morning and it's cold and the snow is falling and you want to stay nicely snug, snug, snug in bed oh friends this principle comes back to you and you jump out no I must make it uh, to church or if you peek behind the curtains and you see it's wet and it's blustery. It's not an issue to me anymore. Because you've made that resolve in your mind. Or if a friend wants to meet you for lunch on the Lord's Day. Well you politely re 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 uh, say for well, another time please. Because you have that prearranged meeting with your saviour. Well I must move on. To serve the Lord friends. Is uh, one more thing I can mention. Is to also do something for him. Of course it does. To serve is to work, is to, is to labor. That the word is, uh, that's what it means. To put in some effort, to do something. And every belief, believer, excuse me, ought to be doing something for the Lord. Everyone should be making his contribution uh, for, uh, for the Lord in terms of some service for him. Everyone on active service. Uh, for the kingdom of Christ. To win souls. If you want to be active. To win people. There are so many who still don't know Christ. Friends. We must play our part. We must do something. As well as pray. By all means pray. We must pray. We must do something to reach out uh, to them. To our family. To others. Join the church witness. Every two weeks we go out into Power Street. Come and join us. Learn how to give out tracts. It's not very difficult. Learn how to speak to people. Oh, friends, uh, 
uh, all these ways in which we, are, we, are, we can say, serve, we are saved to serve. The Lord Jesus Christ himself, when we serve, we are just following what Christ did. Christ said, I came not into the world to serve, to, serve, to be served rather, but to serve. And he is the servant of the Lord. A number uh, of you have helped even recently to distribute uh, the TBS calendars uh, to the neighborhood. I'm sure you found some joy uh, in doing that work uh, for the Lord. Some of you help in the fellowship lunch. Oh, there's something more I can do for him. Some other ways in which I can make a contribution to the church, the upkeep of the building, the church witness, the, the Sunday school needs people, visitation work. Oh, friends, uh, think about these things. But then be, be aware of the impediments to serving the Lord. Ease, self-love, the world, those old temptations, those old sins that, that would all try and uh, cool our love for the Lord. 2023, don't skip your devotions every day. Uh, get alone, you and God, you and your Bible, pray to Him. Joshua, finally, for well, he made this resolution publicly. All Israel heard him say, it was a public avowal. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. The Apostle Paul could say, said something similar. God is my witness, he said, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son. Let us not be backward to publicly avow, I am the Lord's. I belong to him. I serve him. The atheist is not shy to tell you there is no God, and he's foolishly wrong. The immoral person brags and boasts about their immorality and publicizes it. The proud boast in their earthly achievements. Let us who are believers, who name the name of Christ, oh friends, let us be out and out believers also for him. This, friends, is the kind of decisive living that Christ calls us to. This is what he requires from us. This is no super Christian living. This is just normal Christian living. This is just everyday, ordinary Christian living. To serve the Lord primarily, wholeheartedly. To seek first his kingdom. To say, not my will be done, but thine. The Lord, friends, deserves our love and service. He ought not to be served unhesitatingly and unwillingly, but with joy and with gladness. And I close with this uh, quote uh, from uh, a famous, uh, well, he could have been a famous cricketer, but he chose to give it all up uh, for Christ. Uh, he said, if Jesus Christ be God and died for me, then no sacrifice can be too great for me to make for him. If Jesus Christ be God and died for me, then no sacrifice can be too great for me to make for him. C.T. Stud, echoing the words here of uh, Joshua. Well, friends, perhaps you haven't begun to serve the Lord yet. Perhaps you haven't begun uh, to seek him, seek him and to find him. We pray, come to him this morning. Seek the Lord, seek the Saviour of sinners, seek the true and living God. You'll find him in Christ. You'll find the way of salvation in his word. You'll find a life 
will be full of meaning and purpose when you come to serve God. That's what we were made for. Let us fulfill our end. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Let's close by singing.